You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy and Suna. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. In February, we launched a refreshed partner program, and the growth has been amazing to see. So if you work with B2C brands and you aren't in the Privy Partner Program, what are you doing? Get in touch. We want to talk to you. And today, I'm excited to be back with one of our longtime partners, Takara Charisma from Charisma Marketing. Takara started her own brand that saw international growth and now runs Charisma Marketing, a full-service marketing agency based in Hawaii. Takara was mentioning that she's a major power user of Privy's landing page functionality. So I thought it'd be fun to bring her on and share some of the use cases and data that she's been seeing around landing pages for her brand marketing. So Takara, it's so awesome to have you and finally connect. Oh, thank you, Ben. It's such a pleasure to be here because I'm so connected with your team. So it's so cool to finally get to talk shop with you. Yeah, this is great. So tell us your story. You've got a really interesting kind of story about starting up your own brand, right? Yeah, I do. So I have a a background in business economics and I did start my own e-commerce fashion brand for children when I had my firstborn years ago, 2007. That's like 15 years ago now. And I learned very quickly the power of making money while you sleep and not having to pound the pavement, right? I'd wake up every morning and I'd wake up to money. And so I quickly segued from having to manage inventory and customer orders and all of that. I knew how to grow a brand. And that was my passion, growing businesses. So I shifted over to the e-commerce marketing side of that. And now our agency, Charisma Marketing, is a full-service digital marketing agency. So we do everything from ads, organic, SEO, website conversion optimization, which Privy is one of our biggest tools, lead gen, email marketing, which is a big one for us, and so much more to help grow e-commerce brands online. Awesome. So you started your own brand. You figured a lot of this stuff out yourself just by like trying things and and hacking it together. And as that grew, you said, okay, like that's the side that you're passionate about and you want to focus. I love that for an agency to kind of have that operational experience, I think really kind of sets you apart. And it's been awesome to to see, you know, the growth of, of the agency. So Let's talk about like the actual services and the types of brands that you work with. Yes, because my passion is e-commerce and because it has so much potential for scalability, we work very specifically with e-commerce brands and we try to work with seven-figure plus brands only because we truly believe smaller brands can save a lot of money by grassrooting a lot of this stuff on their own. And then once they're ready, it's like we put that Ferrari engine in their brand and just scale it up very quickly. So my best advice for e-commerce brands is continue to launch, you know, products and be open to doing many things and do things on your own to continue to bring in revenue while you're waiting, if you're not yet ready for an agency to get that revenue up so that you can invite an agency in to really skyrocket your results. Yeah. So really kind of starting to partner with brands once they've found that product market fit and seeing some initial scale and are looking to to optimize. I love that. And I know Privy, you know, for years now has become a staple in the client work you do. Can you give us a sense of just like where Privy fits into your overall strategy for brands? Yeah, you know, Privy is such a great tool for smaller brands all the way up to big brands. 
The reason why is it helps tremendously with website conversion rate optimization. So CRO is what we call it in the industry. And it is one of the most powerful numbers that you can tweak with your business online to massively grow your revenue without having to spend more on ads, for example. So we, when we put Privy on, and we work with a lot of business accelerators, so smaller businesses getting injected with some funds and some help to grow their brands online, I mean, instantly their conversion rate is up, you know, like 40, 50% on their website. It's like night and day. It just, you see the hockey stick effect as soon as you put like the spin to win wheel on or you kind of modify these opt-ins. But where we really love using Privy, the kind of magic happens on the landing pages. And I know that they can feel possibly intimidating for a small business owner who hasn't set one up, but I promise they're really easy. One of the functionalities I love about them is that you can actually copy them from if you're an agency, one client account to the next. And so it makes setting up these landing pages for us as an agency very, very easy for our clients, which helps them with lead gen, which nowadays is more important than anything else post iOS updates, where we can't do a lot of this tracking through the pixel on Facebook, for example. We want to get those audiences back into our email campaigns and be able to reach them on our own assets. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. And it's not something we you know, we talk a lot about on the show is, is using landing pages. So I'm excited to, to chat through the strategy there. So before we get into it, and in a lot of the discussion and prep for the show, you've shared with me numbers around, you know, the cost of generating a lead. So I know that you'll share some of those numbers and stats, but like, walk us through what that metric means. Yeah. And why you think it's important. Yeah. So for us, what we consider a lead and every business is different. If you're a service-based business and you're running Google ads, a lead might be a phone call, right? For us, a lead in our agency is an email address. So we're giving something of value in return for something of value from the potential customer, such as an email address or a phone number, for example. So that might be a lead magnet. That might be an entry into a giveaway. That might be a, a coupon code, right? That might be daily recipes. So it depends on what's a good fit for you your business. So cost per lead is how much are you paying for that email address? Now, not all of those email addresses are going to convert, right? So we want to keep track of all of our metrics in the back end and make sure we're measuring after, you know, our lead gen campaign and measuring to a year out. So these things take time. You can't just judge how a lead generation campaign works a month later. I mean, it takes time to nurture these leads, right? So it's a cost per lead. However, keep in mind that it's different for every business. It's different for every industry. A cost per lead for a $2,000 course, for example, is going to be massively different than the cost per lead for a giveaway, right? So it comes down to the quality of the leads, your niche, your industry, and, and so much more. Yeah. I think it's really interesting because a lot of folks in the industry they're so focused on cost of acquiring the customer, which is critical and, and something you need to look at, right? You need to understand that. But we all know that, you know, not everyone's going to purchase and it, and it requires nurturing through email and other channels that you own to get to that sale in many cases or the majority of cases, right? So kind of understanding, okay, here's my cost to acquire an actual order, a customer, but maybe in the interim, I want to focus on my cost per lead and actually maybe even just start tracking that because that gets them into the funnel. And the way you could get your cost per acquisition down is by doing a better job nurturing inside that funnel. So it is kind of really tied together. And that's why I was so 
kind of excited by some of the numbers that you were sharing around cost per lead and and landing pages. So maybe walk us through like one or two brand use cases around landing pages and some of the the stats you're seeing there. Yeah. I mean, we, we really do it for every client. One of our top pillars of every client is to run a lead gen campaign. We truly believe you have to grow your email list. So some ideas that we've used in the past and even some ideas that we're currently doing, I'll just kind of share a few. Currently, we're doing a huge candy giveaway, all right, for a candy client. And it's just so fun and poppy. This brand's super fun. This brand is getting 30 cent leads for this today, 2022, post iOS updates, okay? Like that's pretty near impossible, all US-based customers. And, and that's from a paid landing social page. app? And that is from, yes, from a little bit of both. We do clients. We have clients in the past, which I shared with you, Ben, a really fun metric. I'll kind of share another one with you is we had a client in the past. We only spent $500 on this campaign total. And it was, I believe, 10 days. We got, uh, we went from about, I think, 550 or so Instagram followers to over 12,000. We went from 5,000 emails to 29 thousand emails. Wow. And that was in a 10 day period on a $500 ad budget through working with really great partners with this campaign. So they had a huge organic reach and making sure that we structured the partner deal kind of on the back end to cross promote this campaign through emails and through organic social reach and so much more. So that was a massively, a massively successful campaign for our clients. So, you, I mean, you just can't buy, it. it just doesn't happen. That that doesn't happen. And the beauty of what we do is we don't just get a lead. And I think this is kind of a pro tip here. We always are looking to double down. So when I say lead, I actually say, okay, yes, we get the email, but you know what else we're doing in the back end? We're trying to get an SMS by almost like doing an, an upsell right through the next page on that uh, landing page on the next part of that thank you message or an in-between sandwich kind of form. Or we're yep. asking for, uh, Instagram follows. That's another big one. And we can set that all to custom properties and actually track it in the back end of what's going on. And it works like gold. So we're doing this. We actually grew a Facebook group to 90,000 members through Privy and a client's email list to 345,000 or so emails. Same campaign. And it was that the back end offer on that, hey, opt in here and get an extra X when you join our Facebook group. And then we put all these integrations together and we were able to get the emails from the Facebook group. So now we own the emails of the Facebook group. (laughs) So talk about like massive. I mean, I understand that this is high level agency thing, but the possibilities and the thing about Privy is it's so affordable. Anyone, anyone can access it. So even though these are massive ideas, you can get started very simply. These are incredible stories. So so just to break it down for people that are new to landing pages, the whole idea here is in Privy Charisma Marketing, they're setting up these pages. They're kind of like mobile optimized. They're pretty simple. You can add some images. It looks good on a mobile phone. You could color the background. You could add some text. You could add some more buttons. But the whole idea is like, rather than driving the traffic just to the home page that's not personalized or specific to the campaign, you guys are, are creating an experience on this page. And then when you publish it, it comes with a link that you could put in the ad, put in the influencer campaign, et cetera. And then on top of that, what we call in Privy our thank you experience, like after they opt in on the page, you could create like a secondary funnel, which in your case, in some of these examples, you're driving 
to like the Facebook page or Instagram or opt into SMS as well. Yeah. And I mean, imagine, so luckily for an agency like us, we have so much bandwidth when it comes to testing, which is really cool. So we know what works, what doesn't, we can then put it into another client's account, for example. So we found over a lot of testing that giving too many options or asking someone for a quick buy right after a lead gen does, just doesn't work. So we just give them one simple option. That's it. And the conversion rate like, skyrockets from there. So keeping it really simple and making sure that your tracking is set up on the back end of Privy, which is yeah. a big deal, which I think yep. often is overlooked, making sure your Google Tag Manager analytics, your Facebook pixel are set up in there so we can truly track these leads from Privy is really important. And I know what you had mentioned, Ben, about why is it beneficial to use a Privy page versus, let's say, your website? Well, the less options, like we just talked about, the better. So there's only one thing for someone to do on that landing page, which is to opt in. They can't get distracted by shopping. They can't go in other places. They just need to opt in. So to have that landing page, you can brand it, you know, like your brand. You can put all your privacy policies, terms of service. You can you can do everything you want on that landing page, and it still looks beautifully branded. Right. And it really works well. I like that. I mean, look, I went through a phase where Privy, people actually don't know this, but we started as a landing page company. Like that was the only display type we offered at the time. And then, you know, I kind of went, and this was, you know, 2015, whatever. I went through this phase where I was, I was actually coaching clients to just drive all the traffic to their website and use a pop-up to capture instead. And I think as the market has evolved and all the changes with iOS, like it's been really refreshing to see stories like, like this through, through the work you're doing for charisma marketing clients, like this wave is coming back quickly. And I think the importance of landing pages has really like skyrocketed over the last year and a half. Oh yeah, definitely. And you can embed a privy form on your website too, you know, so it can be done. It can be done if you prefer that method as well. And because you're getting the Google analytics tracking and the Facebook tracking, you're still getting kind of getting this credit for your website of this traffic coming in. It's just been such a great tool. We've done all sorts of things, even for coaches where we'll get them into a 12 week fitness challenge and then upsell them a fitness membership. Right. But they get the whole 12 week flow for, for free, right. The workbook, the emails, everything for free. I mean, so I think this can apply to any business. So what I challenge everyone who's listening to today is think of one thing, one thing that you can focus lead gen around and test it, test it. Yeah. I love that. So you mentioned a handful of stats. I see one in our little episode outline, 31 cents for a lead. Yes. yes. I see another for 66. I need, I see another for a dollar 49. Like if someone were just starting to measure their cost per lead, whether it's through their pop-up forms or through a landing page, like what's a good target do you think for a cost per lead? What you need to know, and again, it's one of those where you have to work backwards and you have to run some data through it, right? So you have to run some data through it. I would imagine that it's probably about a one to 2% conversion rate, you know, give or take. I mean, every, every industry is different. Every industry and every audience you're targeting is completely different. But if we're talking about true cold audiences who have never heard your brand, when I'm talking about actually purchasing after becoming a lead. Right. So let's say you're spending a dollar per lead and 1%, 1% convert. That's basically $100 per cost per new acquisition. There's so many factors that you have to ask yourself. 
What is your average order value? What is your customer lifetime value? Do they go on to be a big spender after this, this lead gen or small? Can you minimize that purchase uh, window so you give them an offer that only lasts two days and that's it? Do you test different offers so your cost per lead is lower and then your cost per new customer acquisition ends up being lower as well? So I would say it's very unique. And the more important thing is that you track your data and then you go in and you track your conversion rates later on. But give it honestly like six months to a year of full on nurture sequences. And what we do with Privy too is let's say we have some cold members on our email list before completely cutting them, we'll re-engage them with a privy landing page (laughs) again to enter some some sort of over-the-top promotion or giveaway to then get them right back re-engaged on our email list, which helps with our email open rates. I mean, it just keeps going and going, the, the possibilities with this. So I would say focus on cost per lead is important. However, what's even more important is you need to track the data, know your conversion rates in the end. And I would say our privy landing pages, they do really well. I mean, they're, they're just, I think some of them are some of the highest in privy. Like I know. Yeah. These are amazing. 80%, 70% conversion rate. It's insane. But I would say normally if you're getting about a 20 to 30% conversion on your landing page, you're you're doing pretty well. What would you say, Ben, from all your data that you see of the actual conversion? I was going to say, when you know for like a pop-up form a sign-up rate might be anywhere from one percent if it's really low to like five percent maybe higher if you're you've got a good offer mm-hmm. but for a landing page like 20 to 30 percent is pretty typical for us yeah but i guess maybe one good thing to wrap on for us a lot of good value in this episode for someone who hasn't ever tried calculating their cost per lead what's the equation yeah yeah. Is it just so, the amount that you spent marketing that page? Exactly. So all of your fixed costs, and it depends. So for us as the agency, we will report if we spent $1,000 and we got 100 leads, then we would report to the client $10 per lead, right? right. That we get much better uh, cost right, per lead right, than right, that. Right. But that is a very simple equation you okay, can do. Perfect. Now for the client, they might also increase it by saying, okay, well, here was my cost to set up this landing page and the graphics and the ad agency and so much more. Right. So that's why I always say if you're a smaller business, start on your own because there are right. other costs you know, involved with working with awesome. an ad agency. But yes, that's a very simple equation you can use. How much did you spend in your budget? How many leads did you get? And do the simple division. Perfect. Well, Takara, this is great. Uh, we'll link to Charisma Marketing in the show notes. So definitely check them out. Uh, you've been an amazing partner. It's awesome to hear some of the magic you've got around landing pages and cost per lead. I think everyone will find that really interesting. So thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me, Ben. And thanks for having such a great tool for our clients. 